Yo, 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 what up, everybody? It's your boy, JB. I'm so happy you hit play. I'm so happy you're here with me. All right, we're going to have a good time. All right, this isn't going to be too long, maybe an hour, hour and a half, something like that. But we're going to hit you with a couple pretty interesting things. Number one is we're going to review five songs that dropped last Friday. And we're going to give you a little take. We're going to let you know what we thought. Put a little, put our spin on it, our flavor. Okay, if you agree, if you disagree, let us know. You know, we're going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it interactive, live and loose, baby. That's how we like to roll. And we're going to give you a positive thought of the week just to get you pumped up. If you didn't think song reviews were enough, we're going to hit you with the positive thought of the week. Really? Yes, is the answer. Okay. And if you thought that that was enough, guess what? Your mind's about to be blown. We're going to give you an interview with one of the best human beings in reggae rock music and music. An interesting guy. A guy whose music I know you love. I love. And we say some interesting things in this interview, so I can't wait for you to hear it. But guess what, people? I don't do it alone. I'm a co-host. A co-host. That means I've got other hosts with me. Evan Yarmo, the producer, the king of production, the production god. Okay, sometimes he has a good haircut. Sometimes he has a bad haircut. It doesn't matter. Every day he brings it. Evan, what's up, man? How you doing? What up, JB? I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for saying my middle name correctly. Um, I'm just happy to be here. You know, I mean, you're the host with the most. Don't play yourself down. You know, I'm just, I'm just here vibing. Did you say don't play yourself down? I don't even know what that means, dude. That's like some new slang. I don't know, dude, but I like it. And I like you. Speaking of things I like, I like Brett Coleman, the role man, the host with the most, whatever, whatever, (laughs) whatever Evan said. Brett, what up, man? How you doing? I'm good, brother. I am feeling good. We're representing Arizona tonight. And I mean, you know, it's unintentional, really. It would be happening either way. But we're getting a little hometown love for me. And uh, it's been a good week in music. It's been a good week in general. Liking the vibe, feeling a lot of positive energy. And I think that uh, it's time to pick up this party a little bit. Get some music going. Talk about some shit. Positive thoughts of the week. Good vibes, positive things. How do we do this shit, Evan? What what happens here today, right now, on this podcast? Man, and you know, if people continue to listen, I love it when JB says what we're gonna do in the podcast, and then one of us doesn't notice and says it again. So just to make it clear one more time, because JB, no, Garland you always you always go. state the rules, bro. Don't I don't do, act like I this do, isn't a thing. If you go back to every episode, you break it down. It's true. I just I don't want to take the thunder from JB, but I'll go over it again one more time. We're going to review some songs here today. We're going to listen to the things that came out last week. Then we're going to give you a positive thought of the week so you can go about your day in a more positive way. Then we're going to drop a little interview on you. Then we're going to close it cold. We're not going to give you a soft goodbye at the end. I write the interview with them. That's it. There's nothing else. It's done until next week. That's it. <laughs> Capiche, kaput. We're out of here. Well, there you go, man. I, uh, I tried to steal Evan's Thunder, but... He stole it back from me. So, uh, Look, JB, you got the best intros when it comes to the artists. Don't steal Evan's thunder <laughs> when it comes to introducing the show. Evan, you got a little thunder. Even okay? Steve, you have your okay. little thunder today. All right. Thanks, man. All right. You better bring some thunder when we do these goddamn reviews. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. Let's go, Yarmo. Thunder and lightning. 
and raining, snowstorms, blizzards, hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanoes, all that. I got yams, bams, potatoes, tomatoes, da-na-na. Let's go, dude. Let's get into some music, Evan. What do we got first, man? Let's, let's drop it. Up first, we've got the song Satisfied from Revolution. Oh, hello. Hey, y'all. satisfied man this is not like the essence of revolution is this not what revolution is all about man the vibes that they represent what they bring to the table all right it's all about togetherness being welcome and open to people unifying the people man that's what this music is all right there's no judgment everyone is welcome at the table of eric rachmani and he's going to make sure that you're satisfied and furthermore he's going to make sure it's known that everybody's welcome he's going to comment on the tension, the pressure, and society nowadays, and the division, and all the bullshit, and none of that matters, man. Everybody's welcome. We're open to it. We love everybody, and we're going to make sure you're satisfied. Evan, are you satisfied right now? Are you comfortable right now? Are you satisfied? I, I'm not. I'm not, JB. I'm not satisfied. Well, tell me, what, what can I do? What can I do for you to make you satisfied right now? Because I got this good spirit in me right now after listening to Revolution. I feel good. I feel like I just want to... You know, spread love, man. What can I do to make you satisfied? He's a bad not in a weird way. Oh, sorry. Uh, unless that's not yeah. weird. Thank you. We'll Listen. start there. <laughs> my back's sore like I've got my first chiropractor appointment ever next week. All right. Uh, you know, that's what's on my hey, mind. I right know now. a good masseuse. I know a great masseuse just for you, Evan. All right, man. I'm going to hook you up after the podcast. But the point is, man, that's what this music does for me. It makes me feel real generous, real positive. It opens my mind, my third eye. I'm just, I'm in it to win it, baby, after listening to Eric Rockman mm-hmm. Revolution. And thank God they're coming out with some new music. It's been too long. I love these guys. I love this band. I love watching them play live. And yeah, man, I didn't know what I was missing until I had it. And now I got this great track. So here we are, man. What'd you guys think? Nah, 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 nah. I agree, dude. I'm satisfied. Some new revolution music. We always need some new revolution music. May never be satisfied because we'll always want more revolution music. So it's good to get it. It's good to hear. It's been a minute. So 
definitely like that. I like the message. I like the positivity. I like some of that good vibes because we need that right now. So more of that, you know, concentration on, on some of the good things I think is, uh, is important. So, you know, there's nothing to say about revolution. They're already recognized for good reason as one of the best bands representing this genre. And, uh, they're quite talented and Eric's voice is always, I think, very satisfying and soothing all in itself. Very common, chill. And, uh, that's what I gotta say, man. It's top of mind. It- it's, it's like, dude, it's like if you have like your family over or a bunch of friends over and you've made sure like the food's on point, the drinks are on point, the music's on point, everybody has something to do. It's all good energy. The right people are in the mix and you just kind of take a step back and you look around and you see everybody's happy. Everyone's laughing, vibing. You're just like, damn, man, everyone's satisfied right now. It's a good feeling. Man. It's a spirit of giving. It's a spirit of love. And that's what this is all about to me. So yeah. enough about that. Um <laughs> Go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Talk about losing your shit. Oh, hello. Losing your shit. Has there been a time has there been a time recently that you've lost your shit? Or should we should we talk about that after the break? I mean, I lose stuff all the time, but that's probably unrelated. I'm just a mess of a person. Well, think about that. So we got we got what, sixty to ninety seconds to think about how we've recently lost our shit, either literally figuratively or some way. We'll share an experience. Up next, we'll we've got the next. song. But first, losing your shit from Otic Empire featuring Tropodelic. Caught in the landslide, how to stay grounded when the ground is moving. Better keep that head up, how you feel, it's how you're choosing. I got news for you often, I'm kind of losing it. Question what I'm doing, where I'm going, and what I'm using. Just keep improving, do your best, but it seems useless. What I'm trying to say is, I might not know what you're going through yet. I could do my best to pick you up and get you moving. We can relay and just take a step in the right direction, yeah, that's movement. You might be Line your mind, you got that 2020 vision, but the world is still blind. They said it's all in your head, your brain washed and fed. Conspiracy theories and lies. The sun will always rise, it comes another day. But the sadness in your eyes, it gives it all away. Then you're steadily losing it over and over. Confusion shit, throw the talent and say you quit till they pledge to eradicate it. Anxiety is building, this building is a prison Every line I write's a sentence, and this sentence is never ending Got time to put in for this shit, got time to ask for forgiveness But I got miles to walk for penance, I got love and I could give it if I could overcome my love this You can keep moving, you can keep moving If I could overcome my love this You can keep moving, you can keep moving Losing your shit. Otic Empire, Tropodelic. Another one that got a little political there again. I mean, I think I think we're gonna keep seeing that for a bit. I mean, reggae music is political music anyways, at its heart and soul. But I mean, people are stressed out over the past year and writing music, and that's just, just gonna keep coming out throughout 2021. But this almost seems like it's a song about like being fed up with everyone else losing their shit, like everyone else being anxious and stressed out and getting into conspiracy theories and this and that. And then the chorus, he's just kind of like, you know, like if I can make it through what I'm going through, 
you can get through what you're going through. You know, it, it almost just seems like it's a plea to everyone else just chill out. Like, I'm just trying to have a good time, you know? I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I think that there's a lot of people that lose their shit, like we were talking about before the break. You know, the song itself is dope. I mean, Autic Empire always bringing that energy. Tropidelic bringing even more energy in there on top of it. And I was just, I, I, I think we're foreshadowing, but when we get to the interview section of this, you know, talking about some artists, up and coming artists that can be, uh, you know, complimented by somebody like Catastro and Andy J, Autic Empire. That's <laughs> definitely something I could see some good symbiotic relationship kind of shit right there. But, um, yeah, man, talking about like modern times right now, a lot of people lose their shit over a lot of things, a lot of opinions, a lot of keyboard cowboys. Um, I think social media is probably the number one place where I see people absolutely lose their shit and make me scratch my head thinking, when did this become okay? Because I feel like like the keyboard cowboys are actually coming out in real life because everyone's been in hibernation for like a year, so people are just acting different now. So I think a lot of people are losing their shit now that like COVID is over. So I just like PSA, if you're listening to this, like, just just chill. Be nice to people. Everyone wants to have a good time wherever you go. But right? Like, do oh, you guys yeah. feel that? People lose their yeah. shit? Like nah, that quickly. Like a lot, like sure. a lot easier than you used to. Like the patience level is completely like gone. Hell yeah. Especially in the media, man. You see it way too often on social media for sure. But cancel culture. Track, man, uh, yeah, right. Evan loves cancel culture. Um, quote me on that. So I'm <laughs> just kidding. Sorry, I skipped but, over dude, the track, but you know, I just wanted to bring back the point from earlier. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and Autic Empire, man, they are just impressing the shit out of me. I love their music. Shit, They've had yeah. a couple of singles that have dropped that have been just top notch. And if you talk about levels in the music industry and in the reggae rock scene, you know, Tropidelic is at a pretty freaking high level. I mean, they're up there with bumping uglies, the elevators, like they're up there with the best of the best. So. Autic Empire, I see up there too, with in terms of talent, and it's awesome to see them now taking the steps, like on a on a just on a band level to get there. To, so to see Tropidelic featured on Autic track, I know Brandon Hardesty has been on Autic track, and Howie Spangler has been producing their music. Like Autic Empire is is just on the rise. Watch out, man, because these guys are so talented. Ronnie's got that just sick voice. And to hear James begging of Tropidelic rapping on this track, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's incredible. And I lose my shit all the time. I lost my shit the other night. I was literally sitting in my bed. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. I could not sleep. And I lost my shit in my head. I started questioning every decision I've ever made in my entire life, thinking about all the alternate lives I could have had had I done things different. I started questioning Every aspect of my life in the moment, I literally lost my shit. Maybe it was an anxiety attack. Who knows? But I lost my shit. And I try to calm myself down. All right. And I used to have, I used to be able to do that. I used to have a very kind of like Zen Buddha calmness thing about me. I could just kind of like, you know, Eckhart Tolle the situation and just get right back into the moment. But lately, dude, lately I have been, my mind has just not been great. Dude. I don't know if it's this pandemic or what, but I've been just slowly losing my shit every night when I try to go to sleep, unless I've had a couple drinks in me. But so this song is like perfect. It's a great theme song for it. It reminds me like, hey, don't lose your shit. Get it together. I think James in his verse, he speaks some words of, uh, you know, encouragement. 
which is good. You know, I think we all lost our shit. It's fucking COVID. This does this isn't even real. This doesn't even count. We all this whole year doesn't even like it doesn't even it's not even real. We're all everybody's fucked up. We're on a fucked up situation. So god damn it, we all gotta pass. You heard it here first. Boom. <sighs> Anyways. Um Do I get a pass for Evan, anything you, I've done in the past year? Literally anything. Yep. Nice. It's complete. What do they call it? Like, uh, oh, fuck, what do they call it? When you commit a crime, but then it's been like long pardon. enough. We've what all been that? amnesty. No, no, amnesty. That's not the word. Amnesty. Thanks, Brett. You should not open your mouth. I can't. It's like a dude. Diplomatic you did something. immunity? No, it's a uh, fuck, man. Something, something. God damn it. I can't remember it. <gasps> Whoever's listening to this right now is going crazy. Look, your whole it's job, like, if it's been is lo- to sound good on Statue this Statue of Limitations. Oh. Statue of Limitations. Statute. Oh, dancing on a flex There's on it because I got it. Statute. Excuse me? Of, it's Statute of Limitations. No, Evan, it's literally right. Statue. Like the Statue of Liberty. Like, uh, you know, your whatever your favorite statue is, buddy. All right. Don't try to correct me on this guy. He likes podcast. David or something. The one where you can see the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Bobby. I got you. He said, All right, penis. maybe it was statute. <laughs> I said, penis. Just let me have my moment, Evan. You don't have to rain in my parade, dude. Jesus Christ, man. What's next, dude? You got me bummed out. I was so stoked after listening to Lottie Empire. And now I'm bummed out again. I'm losing my shit. Help me out, dude. I said, penis, and you laughed. Will that make you smile? Penis. I did. That made, that made me smile a little bit, dude. Thank, thank hey, you. <laughs> Live through that. Up next, we've got the song. Live through this from Ballyhoo. Who? Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up now, Bally, who lived through this. I tell you what, man, that that track gives me some of that energy that is like for me is fucking nostalgic. It just made me feel really good. It, it like there's no Red Bull Celsius. That's my new preferred energy drink. If y'all heard me, sponsorships available. Celsius, great drink. Anyway, Bally, who track lived through this. Energy is through the roof. Um, 
I love that Scott Punk sound. I love that there's some great lyrical content in there. I mean, I, I really want to spend some more time. And be honest, I haven't listened to that track like enough. Like, listen, listen to it because Howie Spangler, you know, get, not that it's news to anybody, but he's a really great storyteller. And I believe it was last year when he dropped "I'll Be Okay." That was really the the first time that. I started really digging in like a bit more into Ballyhoo. Like I'd, I'd listened to him. I've heard the popular songs, but like I hadn't really dug into the catalog. And that's something that I really appreciate is like now there's a lot to go back to. There's a lot to listen to. And they have perfected the sound of this reggae infused pop punk ska energy that is Ballyhoo in my opinion. And so uh, this, this track is true to that. Feels good. Feels renewed. And uh, that's what we need right now. We need some good vibes. We need positive energy. And that's what's bringing right here. That's my opinion. Are you with me or don't? I can't hear you. But I uh, hope you appreciate my opinion. Well, I certainly appreciate open, you know. Cuckoo, I like cuckoo. shortening words. That's the thing I do now. But, yeah, dude. Appreciate. Ballyhoo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what else can you say? These guys are incredible, so consistent. This sound is so polished. I love the the vibes, the lyrics, the message. It's timely. I mean, it's just another. It's like we got blessed with another revolution track. We got blessed with another ballyhoo track. Like these huge mega bands are now just sprinkling us with a little bit of music here, or there. I mean, what's not to love? Um, and this does sound like it's got that ballyhoo flavor. I really love the message. I, I have to listen. Like you, I haven't listened to it enough. I need to go back and really, really tap in, as Chet Hanks would say. Um, but yeah, man, Ballyhoo's been crushing it too. Their live streams look um, like amazing, incredible. Yeah. They're killing it right now. Howie's everywhere. He's got his hand in a hundred different things. The podcast, producing Autic Empire. We just talked about that. It's probably so many other projects we don't even know about. So support these guys. Listen to this music. It brought Brett right back to high school and. Evan, you Ooh. probably just graduated high school. How old are you? I am uh, I'm 28, so a little late there. But... Gross. Yeah. Damn, you're almost 30, dude. That's tough. What do you think of this song? I mean, you'll get through it, meaning like you'll get through these last couple of years until you're a 30-year-old man. Um, so what did you think of uh, Get Through This? I, uh, I like the track. Uh, I mean... I got to say, you know, first three songs, all fantastic. These are all getting saved, thrown on a playlist of mine somewhere. To the be bangers. Out to. Um, bangers. Um, but, yeah, bangers. I mean, this song, I think Brett hit it Certainly. just right. I mean, it's that got that great Scott Punk vibe. But, you know, Wait, a lot what, of people. Brett did what? He hit it just right. Brett did what? He hit it okay, just sorry. right. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, Corey, see you. Listen probably to the not the first tonight. time I've said that, you know, because hey. he says a lot of things that are hey. right. Um, but that said, right hey, um, hey. no, this song's a lot of fun. BC, go a lot of people throw that Scott uh, Punk uh, vibe out there okay. nowadays, and it might not always flow just right, but this one hits the spot. It, it what? Hmm? Uh, what yeah. does it do? It hits the spot. It hit the spot. Uh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. JB, How do you feel about JB, being y'all hit the spot. a 30-year-old man? I mean, that's basically halfway to 60. I mean, you might as well be 60. How do you feel about being 30? How do I feel about being 30? I'm basically already dead. I don't even know why I do a podcast. I should just retire, find a nice place by the ocean, 
hang out, you know, play ukulele, you know, do my thing. Play what? The the ukulele. Okay, wow. I just like the way you said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, wow. we just did I don't like, any, I don't like anything you and... just said. I don't like anything you just said. Why don't you just keep going to the next song? <laughs> hey, I, I'm oh, bringing damn, everybody dude. down this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thirty, you like might as well be dead, said. brother. I'm just starting to live my best life. I'm fucking. Just wait till positive week. You heard me. <laughs> we'll bring it all back. We'll bring it all back. Thirty-eight going on thirteen. Bring it. No, that's not true. That'd be weird if you had a wife and kids in thirteen. Uh, <laughs> not true. Not true. Uh, Wouldn't that be a weird show? Like, thir- like thirty like, going like, on like, thirteen. Yeah, I'm pretty like sure Tom, Chris Hansen like had a Hanks show big. like that. It was called "To Catch a Predator." Ew. <laughs> oh man, that went way south. All right, we'll, well take speaking that of out. south, talk about talk about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Well, you know, talk about dreaming. How about how about the guys from your guys' neck of the woods out there in the New England chops? Up know, next, chops, we've got the song "Pots Dreaming" from Over the Bridge. All the leaves are brown. Got me dreaming. I don't want to wake up. All I need a little bit of something, Mama. Tell me anything's enough. the Gloucester boys man I, I uh, really <laughs> like this track a lot alright I uh, I would what's the line I know I could take the stairs but I would rather climb the ladder to you Ooh, this track is a banger these guys are teasing us right now I think an album's gotta be in the works I know we have Mike um, you know and and and, and, uh, and the boys on last season for an episode to so to see what they're doing right now is pretty damn cool. They reached number five on the iTunes reggae charts. Hello, all right, that's a good look right now for uh, New England for Gloucester for over the bridge. And you think about the talent that's flowing out of New England right now. Okay, with Joe Sambo, the elevators, 
Roots of Creation. Guess what? Joe Sambo produced this track. So if you like those bands, if you like good music, you need to be a fan of Over the Bridge. These guys are killing it. I guarantee you when they drop an album, it's going to be fire. These singles have been fired. This is a real reggae-heavy track, which I love because these guys are such good musicians. And it just comes together. And you know what? We talked about beef last week from Joe Sambo. And he shouted out Revelry Studios. And on the podcast last season, when we had the boys on from over the bridge, they talked about recording this at Revelry Studios. So it all comes full circle. But over the bridge, amazing band, big things happening for these guys. Like if, listen, if I was an investor and bands were stocks, okay, and reggae rock music was Wall Street, I'm buying a shitload of over the bridge stock. All right, I'll leave it at that. Time to oh. invest because these boys, their stock is going up. And this is a, this is Evan, this is another track that you're saving and put on a playlist right now. I'll tell you that. Okay. Bang. I don't get any option in it, but I'll do it because he asked me to. And because it's a great song and it's a great band and it's worth saving, but you know, you don't own me. You can't tell me what to do. Just saying. Well, I mean, technically, I didn't ask you. I, I told you not to make it awkward on this podcast, not to, uh, you know, um, make you feel uncomfortable, but put it on the goddamn playlist. Done. I'm just kidding. Dude. I'm done. Just... All right, nice. It was there before page. you asked. What the hell? <laughs> Anyways, um, bro, what'd you think? <laughs> Sticking up for my boy over here. Um, what I think? I think it had a lot of good energy to it. I agree. There, you know. Somebody might think you were name dropping, but you're not. Like the the talent that is coming from the New England area is just fire. I mean, there's so much of it. And I love that, you know, we had a great conversation with these guys. And the music, it's almost like you don't need to know that they're from New England because they're just really damn good. And it just it feels like that with the elevators. Other bands that like come from that area, it's just like there's no regional to, and I don't mean it in a bad way. Like there's no regional accent to it. It just feels good. It's feel good music. And this track definitely vibes along with that to me. I mean, I, I want to know more from over the bridge. I want to go see these guys live. I'm glad the world's opening back up. When I make my way out to the Boston area, I'm going to be seeing some of this because, uh, they seem like really great guys. The track is fucking awesome. It's a, it's just got the right vibe. It's got the right level, the right level of of energy, inspiration, and just chill. And so, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with that. That's just a recipe for success. JB, Evan. Well, speaking of success and right vibes, Evan Yarmo, how you feeling, dude? Feeling dog. What up? He's like a mofo. Chilling like a mofo. You don't know and you won't know. Chilling like a mofo. Blazing around know. the world kind of mofo. You know what's funny, dude? When we <laughs> when we were getting ready to wrap up the interview with Andy uh, from Catastro, I was going to say, all right, Andy, now's the, seg- <laughs> now's the uh, uh, segment where you freestyle rap battle Evan. And then we're going to put a beat on and Evan, you're going to go first. <laughs> And I was why, just going to let you. Why didn't you? Well, you know, I ask myself that often. Uh, I mean, Brett, you don't. But you know what? I like? You don't want the person we're interviewing to just 
be absolutely roasted by me. You know, I mean that's that's just not Ooh. polite. You know. Oh my gosh! I mean, you don't want you don't want the number one rap. JB, wow. you've got you've got the Shots DM. Fired. I think I think I think you need to hit him up and tell him that you missed a little misstep, and that Damn. Evan does think he can battle, and maybe we can add to this podcast right now. Dude, we'll clip this and then we'll send it to Andy and see if we can get something going because Evan oh, just took geez. some shots, dude. Evan said, I'm the king of the hill. Do you push everybody else off? Damn. All right, Evan. Go off, That wallpaper sinking into the dome. I wonder what Chastity's thinking right now. Listen to this man just stake his claim in the earth. I like it. What's her name? Vanessa? Vanity? Destiny? Kendall? Kendall? She's old news. Kendall. Yo, you got new news? We moved on, man. We don't know to whom. Yeah, we don't talk about Kendall anymore, all right? Kendall... Kendall's doing her own thing, living you her own life. Her? Look, good, that's good just another her. that's just another mofo for the archives. Come on, that's a transition. Up next, we've got the song "Mofos." <laughs> Styly. And my girl, she's feeling horny I'ma roll one up for and pour my coffee No one's gonna stop me Even like an OG Damn, I keep it frosty No boss man's gonna tell me what to do I don't need no paycheck So you can get screwed You're a fool now And I ain't really in the mood now. You know what? What to do, motherfucker? <laughs> Styly. You hear that, JB? Don't tell me. What You're right, Evan. That was your song directed at me, and and I hear you loud and clear, dude. I won't tell you what to do anymore. As a matter of fact, you're the producer, so you should be telling me what to do. JB, why don't okay? you just tell us what you think about the song? Yes, sir. I will do that right now. I thought the song was great, and I thought Styly. They brought something different. With this track, and actually, they just dropped an album, "Blazing Around the World." Definitely worth <laughs> downloading and listening to. These guys have a lot of different styles, which you'll hear on this track. No pun intended. Their name is Styly. Um, but this had this had big Chico Mitipo energy. Oh. Oh. Okay, the Sublime track, Chico Mitipo. I, I mean, Evan, you said it while we were listening to the song, the first line. These guys come out of the gates hot, okay, and they're uh, they do it, you know, unabashedly, um, and I respect that. I, I'm looking at the album right now. I mean, Luna Shade is on there. That's somebody who we've talked about on this podcast. Green Buddha. I mean, these guys have some bangers on this album, so I would definitely Bangs. say check it out, okay, because what you just heard isn't necessarily 
the vibe of the whole album. It was just a really cool, interesting song that I thought was worth putting on this podcast so we could talk about the album. But check the album out. You're going to get a little bit more like reggae rock vibes. Um, it's styly, up-and-coming band, you know? Check them out. You might like them. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. It's like when you go to Baskin Robbins or Cold Stone Creamery and you see a flavor that you haven't seen before and you say, hey, can I try that? Can I try that mint apricot mochaccino? Sure, here you go, do, buddy. Motherfucker. Don't tell me delicious. Motherfucker, what to do. Well, on the, uh, you know what? In congruence with not telling people what to do, I'm not going to tell you guys to tell me what you thought of the song. I'm just going to let you do it if you want to. If you don't, fine. Evan, how was your day, bro? My day was cool. My day was okay. I worked, came home. Yeah. Actually, was I, it cool or was it okay? I mean, make your fucking mind up. Don't tell me what to do, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I cleaned off an old record player that I got. It was like from a hoarder's house, and it was covered in a thick film of old tobacco resin, and it was it was pretty gross. But it came with like two really nice speakers and a decent stereo, and so I just kind of scrubbed that for. A, Okay, I'm did, sorry I asked. Um, what did you think about the song? Did you I smoke just want to know. Resin? Well, I I mean I'm not gonna let it go to waste. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just want to know who Styley was thinking about when they wrote this song. Like, who told them what to do? <clears throat> who's who's telling them what to do? Because clearly it's a mistake. Who is the man? Who's um, the man? When they're like, the man's got you down. Who's the man? Which the man? Told them what to do and shouldn't have. I want the story behind the song, but yeah. it's a cool track, man. It's what good it's vibes. Like, like, I'm glad you picked. What it. if it's like their internal dialogue with themselves? Like, they're what is it? The id and the ego. Like, what if one is like telling them what to do and they like, don't tell me what to do, motherfucker? And then they realize they're talking to themselves and then they realize they're crazy. Is this story is this you life. talking about yourself right now? Yeah. Okay. Basically, how can I talk about myself if I am myself? There's only one of me, but yet I'm talking. It doesn't make any sense, dude. I don't get me down this road. All Why right, don't you please. just take a few minutes, just kind of take a time out, <laughs> figure yourself out. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to need more than five minutes, but all right, I'm in. I'll tell you what, what I, I like Styly. They're dope. You didn't ask me, but I, I wasn't waiting for you to, to tell me what to say. You know, I'm sticking to the theme here, but... They did a song a couple well months said. ago, Journeyman, that I also thought really resonated with me. Um, it's just a good vibe, dude. They just got to just like, I feel like they just say what's on their mind. They say it well. They get the message across, and that's the kind of shit you need. You need some fresh sounds, good messages, shit that gets in your head from only listening to mere seconds of it, and it's still right there. The hook is playing on rewind, repeat. Don't tell me what to do. So I won't. But I love you guys. This is a good time. Motherfuckers. Love you too, man. You know? This is a real moment we just had right there. It's real. On the For the Vibes podcast. It's real. We've had a good time. We've got some great, great guests so far this season. I mean, we've talked about some really cool shit happening. We're manifesting things. We're putting things out there. We're trying to make some things happen. And I might be 30 going on 13. Or 20 or 25 or whatever the fuck appropriate age of the youthful fountain there is. But I'm telling you, there's lots of firsts going on right now. You know, we got a lot of things on a personal level. That's why we talk about this stuff on the, you know, positive thoughts of the week, the things we're challenged with. But let's talk about the podcast as a whole for a second. Because, like, we talk about this shit offline all the time. But, you know, if y'all are listening to this, kind of here's where we're at. I think 
season four has been really awesome. We've had some really good guests. I think we've had some really good moments. I think we're off to some momentum that we got to keep going. And uh, I think that's all because we're all putting some real positive things out into the universe. So I just want to say, if you're listening and you're enjoying what you're hearing, keep putting those positive vibes out there for us because collectively all these good vibrations are going to turn into one amazing thing of who knows what's next. So let's just keep on doing that. Let's keep putting those good intentions out there. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you what to do. It's a request. It's a request. Listen, you know what? Sometimes, man, leaders lead and followers follow. So if you're telling people what to do, damn it, brother, because you're a leader. And right now, I think you just told Evan and I, it's time to do positive thought of the week. I did. I did. I did. And I like that. I don't mind it at all. I like structure. All right, Evan, you want to go first, dude, or you want me to? Or Brett, maybe you do, man. Maybe you want to jump in well, and be the tone setter. Sure. I mean, every time you do this, I always say, okay, I don't have anything planned, and I really don't this time, but here's what we're going to do. The positive thought of this week, right now what's on my mind is being grateful for the opportunities we have in front of us and just appreciate that we're given these circumstances for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent. Like we have challenging times. We have times where, like I think for me personally right now, like there's some some different challenges of like why now per se, but I guess when you start asking your questions like that to yourself, why now is because you have right now. We don't have tomorrow. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. So just be appreciative of what you have, the opportunities you have. And if you don't like what you have, then make sure you get your situation to a better place because all we have is right now. And uh, I'm doing my best to be present and enjoy right now. And sometimes it's been a little bit overwhelming, but I think that's only when I start thinking about it from a perspective of not being in it to enjoy it and to be present for all of the feelings <laughs> and all the emotions. Cause uh, there's plenty of that shit to go around. So don't be afraid of right now. Enjoy it. Live it. Don't be stupid, but embrace it. Well said. I like that, man. I'm going to go Have buy a fucking mansion in a Lamborghini. I Cause I might not be around tomorrow. And I wasn't saying that. Hey, please. I mean, yeah, man, live live in the moment. That's always good. That's always important. That's something that I think everybody needs to be reminded of regularly. Um, but I guess what I'm thinking about is just, you know, don't don't waste your time. You don't need to waste your time explaining yourself to other people. Like, you know, so like judging yourself is a thing that can be tough sometimes and can hold you back from from truly being yourself and living in the moment. You know, like like we're all in our own step in our own journey in a moment, right? And the decision that you make is just based on everything that's fucking happened in your life and brought you to this moment right now. And a month later, you might think back and say, hey, maybe I should have said something different, done something different, or maybe right now you're making a decision that you might later think you should have done something different, but it's okay because you're fucking learning and going through shit. Like, Like if you're doing something some type of way, you don't need to explain why to somebody else, right? Because you're going through something and you're learning and you're being in the moment and explaining yourself to other people is just revealing that you're judging yourself too hard. You know, like if I'm fucking buttering my bread a certain way and you don't like it, if I'm doing whatever, like I don't need to explain why I'm doing what I'm doing to anybody else. You know, I'm just living my life, going through my own journey, learning every day. And that's a part of living in the moment, right? Is just being yourself and allowing that to be okay, right? 
I don't know. For sure. That makes sense. I kind of, it does. I kind of, what it made me think about, sorry to add on to that, but it's like sometimes I think maybe people perceive that they need to provide an explanation for something where they don't. They simply don't. Like nobody questions why you butter your bread that way. That's just what you do. You know what I mean? And and we feel like we owe an explanation. And I think sometimes you got to take take a little inventory and realize that what you're doing is what you do and you're you and be comfortable being you. And it's, it's not that you don't owe anybody an explanation, but people accept you for being you. There's a lot of good people that, and especially people that are in your circle, pretty sure they care about you, pretty sure they love you, pretty sure they take you for who you are, give you shit probably. A lot of my friends give me a lot of shit. They'll probably give me shit for me saying this, but it is what it is. Like... You know, your response to my positive thought made me feel more positive. Well, hell that, yeah, that was that was good for me. Damn. Was it good for you, Brett? It was. Oh, hey, there we go. Let's go, baby. I like it. Man, you guys are just vibing, vibing off each other, raising everybody's vibes, just busting out vibrations left and right. I like that. Um, my positive thought of the week. I'll keep it short. Because I really want you guys to hear this interview with Andy yeah. from Catastro. Positive thought of the week is just a reminder that um, anything that you don't like about yourself or your situation, you can change, right? I think that with coronavirus and the pandemic, everything can feel a little bit overwhelming. You know, the walls feel like they're closing <clears throat> in on you a little bit, and you know it can lead to some maybe mental health struggles. I've certainly been there. But I think it's always important to go back to the simple idea that if you don't like something in your life or about you, you can change it. All right. If you want to shed a couple LBs, you control that. Okay. If you don't like your job, you control that. Everything about your life, you're one decision away from absolutely changing. So if there's something that's bumming you out or bringing you down, God damn it, look right at it and fucking change it because you have that power always. That's the one thing that you always have until the day that you die, and that's free will. And if there's a will, there's a way. So don't get down, all right? Keep pushing. Find a way. Let's go, baby. Let's go. That's it. There it is. Well, um, can we get into this interview? Can we put some Arizona on blast? Can we spread some rays of sunshine? We're already getting some heat out here. It's going to be 100 this weekend, I heard. So we're already ready to bring bring those, those hot vibes to you, but... Some of the hottest talent from the southwest part of the United States, JB. I mean, what what are you gonna how are you gonna prep this one? What you, what are you gonna do? Hey, turn the heat up. You said it yourself. Let's go. Turn that heat all the way up, baby. Andy J, aka Andy Chavez, aka the lead singer Catastro. You know what it is. Let's go. Bro. So dab and give me kudos, step back and give me Runo I'm riding in that a Tudo, but I knew more from Runo The weather's so nice, so I had to drop the roof flow Got a 9 to 5, never show up in a suit though Tryna stay alive while I'm chasing all this loot though Give me six feet low, homie, I need room, yo I want the whole damn pie, not just some of it The wheat's so good, you gon' wanna take a hundred rips But when it goes down and the shit blows up I'ma blow smoke with my windows up I'm going out of town cause I've had enough of all this stuff I'm thinking of When it goes down and the shit blows up I'ma blow smoke with my windows up I'm going out of town cause I've had enough of all this stuff I'm thinking of <laughs> 
what a time to be alive I got one bad chick, got another on the side Tell her hop in a ride, put our problems aside No she'll always be there, just like Bonnie and Clyde And every time we cruise, it's always sunny like DeVito Took a little Lucy while we listen to the Beatles Yeah, you know the drill, puff pass like Marino And if you got a problem, we say fuck you just like CeeLo When it goes down and the shit blows up Yo, 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 what up, people? I know that you are loving this episode so far. I know what you're thinking. We crushed those song reviews, but guess what? We got something special for you, and I'm super pumped right now, and I know I'm not the only person that's pumped, man. We got Evan and Brett in here, too. Are you guys pumped up right now or what? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Arizona's getting ready to represent. Got some Arizona yeah. love here. Let's do this. Come on. Yeah, man. I like it. I like that energy. I'll tell you why my energy is high right now, boys. It's because we have someone who is killing it in all aspects of life. This guy has bars like Bourbon Street. He can spit like a fat lip, a skull long cut. He drops slaps like Chung Lee. He can rap like a goddamn tortilla. He might have the number one drip out of anyone that's ever been on this podcast. He's a trendsetter, a style icon. He's picking up Arizona and putting it on his back. He's a shining example of what can happen happen when a band puts in 10 plus years getting better and better and better and grinding and grinding and never taking the foot off the gas the lead singer of one of the coolest bands to bless the reggae rock circuit ladies and gentlemen andy chavez of catastro what up andy how are we doing i love that i was having a whatever day but you just brought you just brought my spirits up really high i feel really good now Dude, well, I'm glad I could return <laughs> the favor because you brought our spirits up by joining us today yeah. this is big i know I'm a huge fan of your music, and I know Brett, dude, being a hometown Arizona guy, man, he reps for Arizona all the time. I know he's stoked yeah. uh, right yeah, now. Brett, is that fair to say? That's very that fair to say. I mean, let me start off by saying welcome. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you know all the the contributions you do musically, but also like JB's talking about. Let's just get the let's get it out of the way. The Arizona representation. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of bands that that come from Arizona, but sometimes you got to put that prefix first. It's like Catastro and Arizona have become synonymous. Like you guys have taken this scene and just brought it with you. And it, I love that it's a part of a, you know, part of your identity, part of like what we get from the music, from the lyrics, but also just the flavor that you bring to all the tracks. It's always like you're heating it up, you know, like the through the roots thing. It's bring that Arizona heat, hundred reps. Yeah. You're feeling that like you know that vibe. It's like it's always just bring that brightness. That I feel like everyone's like, it's too hot in Arizona. It's never too hot for fucking Catastro. It's never too hot never. for Andy. You take this shit, you take the words, you put it together, and you lay it out so goddamn smoothly. And I just want to say, man, like, I, a big fan, regardless of the Arizona connection, it does swell me with pride, though. Like, last week, we're talking about 100 rips. And mm -hmm. I got to say, I said to JB, I was like, you know, I'm always feeling proud of Catastro because whenever I have a chance, I'm always, hey, yeah, check it out, check it out. But I was like, I don't really know them. And then lo and behold, a week later, boom, here's Andy. Here's the I conversation. <laughs> here's Catastro. So I do believe good things happen and good conversation is uh, about to be had. But um, yeah, man, big fan. Been uh, kind of, I think Strange Nights was probably, that's 2011. I think that was the first. Damn, I don't yeah. even know. That's I don't know. I think that was ago, the first. That, that was the first I heard you guys. I was hooked then because it was kind of like this. You had reggae influence, but you had your own style, and it was very much uh, addictive, I guess, if that's the right. Like, it just hooked. Like, I, I, I kept listening to it. I liked what was happening, and you didn't settle with, let's take this sound and just stay here. You right. kept evolving your guys' sound, and I think 
if I can just jump right on into it, JB, let's talk yeah. about the evolution of Catastro Sound because you guys have really come, you know, I don't think you've ever really diverted anything, but I think you've grown a lot. And I think from like the, the hip hop, the rap, the flows, the not for sale type of, uh, you know, album compared to like a Bones type of thing. Yeah. What, how has that been for you? Like, how's that, how's that feel? I think it's just every time we go in and write, we're all listening to so much different shit. And when four heads are going into something and we're, we, we start everything, you know, together, like it could start with a, a bass. It could start with guitar. Like we, we don't have a set thing. We just kind of go in there and see what happens. So I think that that shows in the music a lot, you know, kind of just everyone li listening to different shit and, I feel like that's kind of what ma makes us really unique is when we go in there, it's, it's going to sound like a Tastro to me, like at the end of the day, but it's always going to be different. It always feels fresh when we're, um, when we're riding and it's been nice because this whole year, obviously we haven't been touring. So we actually got a studio in Tempe. So, you know, every album we've made, we've, we've had like a week or two to make. I mean, we've had obviously ideas floating around and stuff, but, you know, when you, you don't have a big budget, you go, you set those two weeks aside and you got to finish your shit that two weeks. So um, it's been nice kind of, um, you know, having a whole year to just kind of go in the studio and kick it. Like if it's not, if we don't have anything that day, we can come back tomorrow. So it's, I think it's um, the new sound. People are, people are going to dig it because we had a lot of time to perfect it. You know, we weren't <laughs> on a two week, two week time crunch. So, um, and I think with the, I think with the new stuff, it's cause you know, we put out not for sale and, um, fans, they dig it, but I think we were, we wanted to make like a, it's like, you know, it's like a flexi hip hop, heavy hip, hip hop driven. So, um, with the new stuff, it's kind of, I was talking to Stravers the other day, kind of reminds me of, um, of like gentle predator, which was released maybe 10 years ago yeah. um, and washed like combined and washed is I think personally my favorite album just because it's so personal. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of serious shit I, I talked about <laughs> in that album. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for the new sound. I'm stoked that it's always evolving and I'm, um, I'm stoked for everyone here. So. That's awesome, man. It's interesting that you talk about, you know, I, Brett just mentioned the the unique sound that you guys have, and and Catastro. I mean, just even everything that each member brings to the table is so different. That's why you guys, I think, just put out something so authentic. But I'm kind of mm -hmm. curious too, because like your music can't really, you know, be put in a box. And it's awesome that you've received like so much love from the reggae rock community, and you play shows with these like reggae rock bands. But listening to your sound, you might hear heavy hip hop or just, you guys have so many different styles. So I'm kind of curious and you almost answered the question a little bit there already, yeah. but you guys ever like wrestle with the identity of the sound or, you know, what kind of shows you're playing or not wanting to get put in a certain lane or do you just kind of like make good music and let the chips fall? Well, um, I think it's, it's, it's been kind of cool being in that, <clears throat> in that scene that we're in, you know, the, the reggae scene, um, the fans are just super loyal, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's cool being kind of the outsiders who, well, I mean, not, not the outsiders, but the only band really that's from Arizona. I mean, cause everyone's pretty much from Orange County and somewhere around California playing that, playing that type of music, you know, or uh, obviously like the 
Pepper and then they're from Hawaii. So it's like, it's kind of cool being, you know, like when we first met these bands, they're like, oh, like this sounds different. Um, it's a, you know, these guys are like from Arizona, which no, no bands in the scene. I feel, you know, um, there's not a lot, at least from Arizona. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of dope being like, um, um, you know, the, the kind of not full reggae, full on reggae band in the scene. And I yeah. think a, a lot of people embrace it. So, well, you guys had a chance, I think by, well, not a chance. That doesn't, that doesn't sound right. But the introduction by the crowds of Iration, the crowds of Dirty Heads, the crowds of Pepper, mm-hmm. they're going to be super open to that sound, which is dope that that was, I mean, it seemed like, you know, right and heavy with Law, right? You guys were with Law for a while. Yeah, we I were with Law. Still, yeah, so that's a transitional thing maybe in the future. But at that time, I mean, I feel like Dirty Heads is probably really, in my mind, their unique sound. And I think people either love them or they don't right but it's like you know they have that unique vibe to them that i don't think that you guys i think that if you're talking about a placement right jb like there's a place where you guys have have a good fit together right but the sound is so diverse and the fact that like between all the albums all these guys still playing like the instruments never change what they're doing with these instruments is changing and so it's like that to me just stands so solid on its own that that it it kind of crosses any genre it's just a matter of is the crowd right is the vibe right is the event right is the people ready to receive some good music because they will uh you know if they're they're a part of this so right yeah and i think with our sound too it's i I think it's dope because we could i think we could go play with like a rock band and you know some some people would dig it we could go play with the reggae band some people dig it we could we can even open up for a rapper and I think we have so our catalogs and bigger that, you know, we can choose the set according to, to who we're playing with. Like if we were to play, I don't know, like a radio show or something, and there was more rock bands on there. We have, you know, we put those songs in there for playing a hip hop show, put more, more hip hop songs in there. So yeah, I think uh, it kind of goes back to your question, like who, who we could play with or, or whatever. I, um, I think that's what's dope about us is, you know, we can, I feel like we can kind of play anywhere. Yeah. No, I feel that dude. And you know, what's interesting. I actually think on this podcast, we reviewed one of your songs and I believe if my memory serves me that I spoke into existence, that I could see you guys opening up for G easy one day. I think I said that. Um, so if that happens, credit me, but, um, that <laughs> <love> is, <G-Eazy. laughs> yeah, and that's, that's one of the things that I, that I, uh, you know, love about your music, man, is your ability to rap like there's no question about it you 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 have skills you're a rapper you're a hip-hop artist but you also are so much more with catastrophe and some of the other things that you do but i'm just curious on a personal level like who influenced you like maybe what did you listen to growing up or what are you listening to nowadays on the hip-hop side like i know you shouted out mac miller before in songs i'm just i'm kind of yeah. curious man how you how you came to be the 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 talented person that you are today Honestly, I started rapping um, pretty young, like 12, 13, because um, I had actually gotten kicked out of every single class in school I've ever been into where they finally <laughs> sent me into, uh, it's called a resource room. So <laughs> I was in oh, this yeah, resource room. Yeah. And, you know, I was academically, I was smart, but if the teacher told me to go do something, I was an asshole. You know, I just, I dip or do whatever. Um so they put me in there and I started getting this work done. You know, they started giving me the work that, you know, 
was easy and I didn't say anything. I was like, hell yeah, finish this in two hours. And I just had time. So, and I was, I, I was always a huge, huge, huge fan of, um, Eminem. And so, um, I know it sounds like cliche, like, oh, Eminem made me want to be a rapper, but that really is <laughs> the truth. <laughs> you know, I was just obsessed with him. So, and I think it was like, you know, when it, that was back when if there, there was no white rappers. Now it's, it, there's so many and it's not really a thing anymore, I feel like. But yeah, it's when I started rapping. And then um, our old managers in this band called The Main, and they took off when they were like 16, 15. They dropped out of high school, started turning, doing all that. And um, that was when the gym class here was real big. So that, that he called me and he's like, hey, dude, like you're a really dope rapper, but you know, there's not many white rappers from Arizona in the suburbs. Like, I think you have a better chance maybe starting a band. So I, I've known Ryan um, my whole life, that's bass player. Um, and then I literally called anybody I knew who played an instrument, which was Tanner and Stravers. And we, that's, that's how we started the band. So yeah, I started rapping and then that's, and yeah, that's kind of how I started getting, getting in, you know, to, taking this more seriously and trying to make it a career is when um we started touring and doing the whole band thing. But yeah, that's how I got started. It was rapping when I was 12, 12 years old, little shithead kid trying to be Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> so like, would you, like when you're writing story, mm -hmm. I think you're a great storyteller. I think the tracks they do tell Thank a story. Um, but now you're talking about Eminem. I started thinking about Slim Shady and, you know, you know, this yeah. is all on the, on off the cuff here so not no, no nothing pre-thought out but you uh -huh. got some pretty racy shit in your tracks man i mean there's some things that when i meet you you know you're talking you're you seem pretty docile straightforward so like yeah but you also pull out that persona and like you've got it like so i'm just wondering like is it somewhere that you go to write like how do you what is your process when you're coming up with these you know narrating these experiences that you have i'm not you know you're not creating them i'm sure you're just talking about them but how does yeah. that come across like that? Is that just like Andy or is that something where, I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, honestly, the, the band, that's kind of when the band changes when I started. Cause you know, we were, we were like feeling kind of stuck. We were living in California. This is back after Stranger Nights, you know, um, we weren't working with law anymore. We weren't really getting any tours. I was kind of off on the deep end. Like band felt like we were kind of, you know, on our way to, done almost like we were having those conversations they were like hey let me know if you're like way too off the deep end because i can't stick around for this so i was like you know what let's go let's we all decided to get a ca uh get a cabin out here in hebert um i don't know where that is honestly if it's up north or something but we got a cabin there and um they were like you know we just sat by the fire the first night and they're like how how you been like i told them all these stories of like pretty much all the stories on a watched and that's when we went to write that album. And I was like, dude, uh, just told them all these stories. And like, why don't you ever write about these? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, when you're in a band, you're speaking for everyone. So I didn't know if you guys wanted me to come and be like, hey, I'm going to write this song about how I did all these drugs and whatever. This girl fucked me over. Um, right. But they were like, write about that stuff. So that was a huge changing point in the way I wrote lyrics because, you know, at first I, Strange Nights had some stories and stuff, but they it wasn't like on a personal personal level like washed was so um yeah that's how um kind of the, the direction we're, we're going in now um 
that's how I started. I just started talking about, you know, shit I was actually doing. And then obviously it felt great to talk about. I, I just fell in love with the songs more when they, you know, they were about shit that I went through. So, but, um, I do a lot of lyric writing in the car. I like to be alone. Um, I think, you know, they're just, it's just different when you're completely alone. I've, I've written, um, I wrote bad news in the car. I wrote she don't know, which is, is one of our bigger songs in the car and flow in the car, which I think is our biggest streaming song. Um, but yeah, I like to catch the vibe alone, but, um, this album, uh, all these batch of songs that we're sitting on, there was actually a lot of collaborative uh, effort um, writing the lyrics because, you know, it's something new and it's something fresh. And I, and I wanted everyone to, you know, throw ideas at me because I, I, I love writing with people. Like when we started doing writing sessions, I think the first writing sessions we did were with like Pepper and we did one with Rome. Um, a few other sessions, but it's just, it's so nice to have another singer in the room or, you know, someone who can write lyrics. So. It's it's different every time, but to answer your question, I think I catch the, the biggest vibe when I'm just by myself. Andy, just to reference another interview that you've done, right? I don't want to rehash Washed. That's been out for a couple of years. But, I mean, you did talk about a lot of yeah. really personal stuff on that. I mean, just you mm -hmm. mentioned just in kind of other stuff, hey, man, you had, you had to deal with a rough breakup, you know, dealing with that not so well on your own and, like, fake pregnancies and all that kind of crazy stuff. and. When yeah. it comes to you working with other people while still trying to be in touch with yourself, like how does mm -hmm. that work? Are, are you kind of saying like, hey, here's the framework of what this song is about. Do you want to touch on that? Or do you let other people kind of have their own whole verse to do their own thing? Or, um, If it's a personal song, you know, I'll just, I, it kind of writes itself. But when we go in with other people, I, you know, it's kind of, it's just different every time. What do you want to make a song about? What do you feel in the day? And it's, we haven't done too many writing sessions, but it's it's been different every time. Like, um, for instance, when we went in with Rome, he came in with just a riff, and we went off that. Um, that uh, there's a song called Stars we did um, with this guy, Colt Avery, and um, he came in with that hook. So I, lo I love when good singers come in with good hooks because that's the hardest part sometimes. Yep. <laughs> so we just have this guy come out and shit one out, and you're like, oh. <laughs> this is gonna be good because I can get the verses, um, and and we have a mega hook like Colton. Um, have you guys heard the that song we did with the um, Bear Girls here right now? It's kind of it's yeah. kind of like an EDM type song, yeah. but we did a writing session over Zoom actually, and he was humming that, and I was like, you know, I, f I feel like I can click when something's like good. Even even I say with Tanner, like sometimes we'll be sitting there in the corner and has no idea what he's playing is so good, and um but yeah it's it's just different every time what it depends who you're writing with but that that kind of makes that kind of makes it fun you know just film filling different writers out and you know different vibe every time so that's what's up andy let's let's change uh gears here a little bit man let's talk about something i'm interested in something i referenced in the intro and that's the drip okay the the yeah. fashion game man i, I do my research <laughs> On Instagram, getting ready for this, dude. I, you know, I saw a couple 
Dior shirts. Uh, you know, I don't think I ever saw you wearing the same shirt twice in a photo unless it's a black one. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm just kind of curious, man. Are you somebody that's that's in the that's in the fashion that that gets into that stuff? And like, what advice would you have for people, maybe like myself or Evan, that are trying to get our drip up? Not so much Brett; he's on point, but you know, I'm just kind of curious, man. <laughs> yeah, I've always I've always just liked finding like. I find brands the weird. Sometimes I find them on Instagram and like yep. the band gives me shit. They're like, Oh, you're one of those guys who buy stuff on Instagram. I'm like, I found some of my favorite hats or favorite everything on Instagram. And the Stavros oh. will make fun of me sometimes. They'll come in and he's like, You have way too many clothes for a guy. I'm like, I just, I like fashion, but yeah. I find it di- different. Like, I sometimes I'll find it. And this is funny. Like, if I've, I've bought some hats or find shit that, Bieber wears. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I saw Bieber wearing it and it looked dope. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's crazy how you can let it, Bieber can wear something and I'll, I'll look at it the next day. It'll be sold out. It, it could be the most random brand ever, but yeah. But yeah, I like, I like fashion. You know, oh, I like to, awesome. I like to being topical. Fashion. Did you buy those little Nas X uh, demon no. Nikes? No, oh. no. <laughs> I'm not gonna those. go for those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can pull those off. No, <laughs> but they have like but. a little. I, I've just been seeing it all over the internet, but I, I, I haven't I even didn't see the, the commercial or anything. I didn't want to like spend too much time on it myself, but I saw yeah, yeah. like got like drop of blood or something in the shoe and then Nike yeah. suing him. He's killing it though, because that's all I'm seeing on the internet. So you're doing something right. 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 <laughs> Nothing about the music, just about those shoes. Yeah. You just got to make a really weird video. And you're, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, according to uh, Chet Hanks, it's, it's White Boy Summer coming, so uh, everything's yeah, going to change I've been up. seeing that everywhere, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, man, so for, getting back to your music, Andy, let's talk about 100 Rips, because that track is the most recent one. It was fire. We talked about it on this podcast, and I just noticed, man, you guys dropped the video, what, like five or six days ago? You almost have 100,000 views on that thing? Yeah. Crazy. Wealth, I think that's the fastest, like viewed video you know that we've ever had so yeah it's dope um yeah yeah 100 rips actually so when we we actually uh went into one of my buddy's house um he's got like an airbnb that was open so we actually that was the first start of kind of this new new era new sound you know we wanted um you know just to to, to actually sit down and think about what our fans want to hear you know because it's always been just whatever like i said we just go in the room and whatever comes out comes out but uh, we just noticed fans have been being like i miss the old catastrophe like the heavy drums and the heavy guitar so we kind of blended and 100 rips is is a, a great example we kind of blended that all um you know to get that old sound you know that heavy guitar there's there's a banging drums but we still have the you know the the big um the big bass like the heavy bass in there um so i think 100 rips is was in our uh in our heads it was a perfect song you know to to put out to put out first and kind of get people ready for what's coming i mean composition wise that song is tight those drums being so heavy it almost gives you like a 90s hip-hop feel but way cleaner you know it's like but also, like everything else is so clean, it's like still like really new school production wise. And I mean, if that's what we can expect, I think it's going to be a really tight album. That's cool. Yeah, there's some there's some um, there's some bangers on there. I'm excited. 
I forget about it because we've been making it for like a year. But, but yeah, we got a name for it. Can't tell yet, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be what the fans um, have have been wanting, you know, from Dude, us that, for a long that, time. That baby blue Cadillac. Whew. Dude. <laughs> God damn. And where, where was that video shot, by the way? That was like. We shot that was, it in um, Queen Creek. Is that in Arizona? Yeah, Arizona. Oh, so, that's a good look. That's a good look for funny. Arizona. Yeah, so we got so we got that red car. I don't know if you can tell, but we used. To I saw the red car too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we got a red car, and then you know we were on a deadline with the, the uh, videographer, and then the the, the guy uh, something happened with the car where we couldn't get that car in. I think we I think we blew his something like. <laughs> We did something wrong <laughs> in the car. Transmission, something. I don't know shit about cars, but something happened. And then we got another car from this dude. And that, we finished the video, all good. And then we get a call from that dude that we blew his something too. So I don't think we should <laughs> no, use any more no, cars man. for our videos. <laughs> I wasn't the one driving though, but so I didn't do it. <laughs> you would expect me to be the one to do it, but I didn't. Yeah. It's confirmed, man. Catastro, not car guys. They'll yeah, ride them, but. Yeah. You no know, more cars next else video. Take care of them. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. speaking of that, man, speaking of new music and stuff, like I'm I'm just wondering what you I know you talked about having an album done, just kind of thinking about where you guys are at and, and what's coming up. One thing I, I noticed, uh, and it was something that it was actually the most recent Instagram post, and it was a mashup of slightly stupid and uh was it a mob deep beat? Dead press. Dead press. That's right. This is one of the best yeah. beats to freestyle on ever of all time, in my opinion. But um, those visuals look sick. That video looked tight. And I realized it brought you to an app called Pillar, which is Pillar. I was unfamiliar with it. And it's kind of like um, Patreon or <clears throat> OnlyFans, <clears throat> you know, something only like bands. that. Where you can, only fans. Yeah, exactly. Where you can, <laughs> you can support the artists that you uh, that you really fuck with and that you really, that you really like. And I thought that was so interesting. And it, I saw you get a lot of content by signing up and supporting you guys. So I don't know if you could talk about that, let the fans know maybe what they're getting with that. Yeah, we're excited for Pillar. It's, we're still kind of new to it and, you know, figure, figuring out, um, you know, how to how to use it. <laughs> but um, it's it's dope for the fans, you know. Um, they get the they get the drops a couple of days before so they, they can see, you know, we'll put the video or put the song out early on there. We'll put the merch out early on there so they have first access to that. Um, but we're, yeah, we're going to be becoming more, a lot more active on there and, you know, having exclusive covers, exclusive, um, interviews. I'm going to be doing live chats on there, which I think people are going to think are really dope. Um, you know, to where they can just, we can just talk, you know, um, about whatever. I don't, they can ask me whatever, but, um, yeah. So I think it's a dope thing for the fans. Um, and yeah, like I said, we're going to just be way more active on it. Just covers, interviews, behind the scenes shit, all all that shit. But yeah, it's going to be dope. Yeah, I'm signing Sign up. up. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. man. That's that's uh, that's what's up, man. Well, um, I, I I like it. I mean, just looking at the big picture, you know, we mm. had this break with quarantine, the pandemic, man, we're always looking for the silver lining on things. It sounds like you guys found it in the sense that you've now had time to write music. Um, mm -hmm. I think that there were some other uh, positive things uh, happening in your world. You guys have a new 
um, a new partner on the business side. Is that right? Can we talk about that? The, the, yeah. uh, the people you're we, working um, with now? We, uh, so we actually, um, we've known our, our boy, Christian Bradmeyer. Um, he's, he's worked with everyone. He's sublime, dirty heads, but we actually met him. Our first show we ever played in Arizona was with dirty heads when shit, it was like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. And we just been, been close with him ever since. And, you know, we've always wanted to work with him, but it's just never worked out. But, um, he's on, he works with Silverback now. And, um, yeah, our manager, Gonzo, got to talk to them back and forth, back and forth. So, um, we actually signed with them and we're, we're stoked. Like they, they made the whole hundred rips feel big. Um, it feels like they haven't been stoked on something like this in a, in a long time. Um, so yeah, we're, our band's in a really good spot, you know, cause we have a, we have a good team and we have, um, you know, Silverback wants to take this shit to the next level. So yeah. we're stoked about that. It's really that's, big. That's, it's the right yeah, company so, to be in right there, man. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's huge props to you guys. Congratulations on uh, Thanks, man. taking it to the next step. I mean, I always, I mean, look behind me, slightly stupid posters galore. So obviously yeah. Silverback and I mean, that's something that I'm sure has been, you know, when you look at the big picture and where you hope to aspire to be, that's got to be a good feeling to, to be there. And one of the things, so, you know, my, my history, let's talk about Arizona, circle back to it as we kind of winding down here. But, I, you know, uh, I had a radio show, the Vibes Alive radio show, KWSS. Um, big fan of the reggae scene in Arizona. We've got the Irie, ZC Keeley, who I just linked up with. I'll be playing keys with them. Black Bottom nice. Lighters. I can go on and on the list of, you know, who Arizona artists are, but... From your perspective, like who have you seen recently? Let's kind of like throw out there some Arizona love because we like to review songs. We like to talk about what's next. So when you're thinking about, you know, the great bands that we have here, mm-hmm. I mean, who who would you throw out there? Not uh, to put you on the spot either, but just something that like you've heard that you think more people need to maybe just check out. Um, they're not they're not really in the scene. Um. But Belagonis, I think, is super dope. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're um, they're a three piece band. They have uh, two rap, two two frontmen that rap and sing. And we actually did a track with him. We had Shanker is one is uh, one of the rappers' names. We had him on Not for Sale too. Yeah. But that's when we think Arizona, like of people who we want to work with, like Belagonis comes to mind. I'm actually doing a track with the Irie. They just, he sent it to me like a yes, week ago. Dude, it's yes. dope. So, um, um, yeah. And all, all their shit sounds I told really Johnny dope. I wouldn't talk about that. You talked about it. I didn't. Oh, Not my no. bad. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> no. Um, Hell yeah. I love that though. Those are my boys. I, yeah. I no, those. they're, they've been working with our, our producer, Matt. Um, yeah. Matt Keller, who does a, he does a ton of bands in Arizona. He's like, he's the dude. Um, but, um, he was showing me some shit. I was like, damn. It's it's it kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like you know like the kind of our new shit like they have, they have the beats they have the program drums they have the big choruses they have the it gave it gave me kind of like a, a good twenty one like pilots vibe uh, the yeah. song that I'm gonna be on sorry Johnny again um, <laughs> but um, well, let's talk yeah, like the Irish about, dope sorry I didn't mean to stop you there I was just thinking Matt Keller let's talk about that for a second because he's been with you for a few albums and like he's yeah how has that been working with a producer like him that's kind of you know been working with you guys evolving with you guys has yeah. that been you know is he a part of that process at this point i mean it's just yeah more arizona love right there 
Right. Yeah. He becomes a, a like a member of the band when when we're going in right. You know, like he's he started a lot of ideas on the keys. He's you know he's in there throwing out lyric ideas. He's in there throwing out melody ideas. He's in there saying that shit's not good. That shit's good. Um, but yeah, it's been really dope, and it's like it's it's he kind of changed our band too in a sense because um, I remember when we finished Strange Nights, I just I remember we got back and I just I did not like the way it sounds like everybody knew like Stravis called me he's like you don't like the song like it just doesn't sound next like level to me and um and Matt Keller's name had always been you know been brought up and we just had never uh, have never got the t- uh, chance to work with them so I'm like call that guy Matt Keller and let's try to fix it I don't know what he can do but I hope he can fix it mm-hmm. and um you know that's when Strange Nights and he added like the um, like the beginning of Strange Nights, like he, the ooh, 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 ooh. And that's kind of when I started like playing, like he, he set me up, like I had never recorded where I sounded really, really dope in the headphones. So he would sauce me up, put all the cool effects on there. And I was like, damn, I should have been recording like this forever. I like, you know, you feel yourself, you got to feel yourself when you're, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah, he, he changed the band because it, like it, it, it evolved the sound, you know, and like, you can hear that, you know, those little diddy daddles, whatever you want to call them in a lot of our songs, like bad news starts with, oh, so um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, Matt Keller. Matt Keller's Matt dope. Keller. That's where he's going. Big That's shout out, dude. Yeah. 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 Sorry, but I didn't he, mean to cut you off at the pass. You were talking about the Irie and, and Belladonna and and, uh-huh. and I don't know, whoever else was on the tip of your tongue. I, I, I kind of cut you off, but we're talking yeah, about man. Irie Zona, the new artist, the love. I re yeah I'm I'm stoked for that track um yeah but as far as other bands I'm trying to think I'm just I'm out of the loop I guess you know because no one's been really playing shows so I haven't really <laughs> no no new bands are, are popping up fair enough fair but, enough but I think before we ended the other thing I wanted to shout out was props on the solo album you just oh, put thank that you. out uh, yeah. what was that like three weeks ago um, yeah that was so that was a that was a bunch of songs that had been sitting on for like four or five months and Stravers actually did three of the beats on those Matt Keller did one and then there's another producer we work with Austin Jones who's actually been you know like a sixth member fifth sixth member of the band too and he's in their ideas lyrics and all these um but yeah um I'm gonna be doing a lot more solo shit because you know it's just we have that studio so it's like I have Stravers beats and it's it's just you know it's it's cool to have your own shit and the, the the band is a different thing so it's it's kind of cool when you you don't have any pressure you know it's just like okay well i can put this out and no one can listen to it. i'm still gonna feel good about it because you know just a whole it's a different outlet so i'm gonna i'm gonna be doing a lot more solo shit so and it gives the fans yeah, a little fix until the new catastrophe drops you got some extra love from andy he's taking yeah. care of you who knows you best yeah. there you go i can get the flexy out stuff out of the way you know there you go Boom. make, make like anxiety it. my best friend is a great track man i was listening to that tonight Thank Great you. Track. Yeah, man. I got merch a, too. Yeah. Plug in my merch. It's Andy Absolutely. J. You go to justmerch.com, Andy J. And I got I got an anxiety tee on there. I just saw my homie wear it for the first day. It's fresh. So go so go cop that. <laughs> I like it, man. There you go. From Justin Bieber to Andy Chavez, man. You got the Let's fresh go. styles. I like it. <laughs> Let's go, man. Well, Funny. Andy, listen, man. You've been so uh gracious with your time. 
blessing us tonight. We had a good conversation. I feel like we got to know you a little bit more. You're, you're an awesome, very down to earth person. And, and that's cool to see the contrast between like, you know, with some of the Catastro sounds and stories that you guys tell that I think we can all kind of connect with. So to see the other side of you too, man, just humble focus, like that's awesome as well, because I think uh, you guys really represent for, for real fans of real people. So that's my two cents, man. But you know, Dope. like I said, I appreciate it. Anything you yep. need moving forward in terms of promotion, let us know. Reggae 360, we got your back. This podcast, we got your back, man. We're we're going to keep holding yeah. down. And yeah, man, much love, much appreciation. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It was good meeting you guys. Yeah, man. Nice to meet you. For sure. All right, boys. Peace. Hell yeah. We'll see you guys. Yeah, man. <laughs>